I'm Jade. And I'm Shauna. And this is Wellness Speaks. A podcast about functional medicine and healthy living. Welcome to Wellness Speaks, where today we are listing off some gut-friendly foods to help repair the gut lining and improve gut health, which, as we have talked about many times, is the foundation to optimal health. This is a follow-up to our show that we had on Monday, which featured Valerie Burgess, MD of Abundant Life Restored, where she discussed the importance of gut health and fermented foods. Um, And that was such a really great episode loaded with good information. So if you haven't listened to that yet, we highly encourage it. For sure. So all of the foods that we're going to mention today are super easy additions to your daily diet. And over the long run, they will help to increase the efficacy of your digestion. So enabling you to increase your nutrient absorption, helping to heal and prevent leaky gut, and really just um, decrease any sort of like indigestive symptoms in general. Yeah. So let's kick it off with fermented foods, which a lot of these were mentioned in that episode with Valerie. But um, fermented foods should be incorporated into the diet on a daily basis. And these are foods that are high in probiotics. Some of our favorites include uh, kombucha and kefir, sauerkraut. I personally love Bubby's fermented pickles, and I love their sauerkraut as well. Um, And yogurt and different fermented salsas. Uh, Jade, what was the one fermented salsa that you've told me about? Yeah, wild brine. Yes, wild, I still have not tried that one. Yeah, so. Wild Brine has like a whole slew of fermented everything. So it's all like fermented vegetables, but they do have, they have a green and a red fermented salsa, and then they have like a Japanese kimchi, a Korean kimchi, a regular sauerkraut, a dill and garlic sauerkraut. I think they, I've seen probably, I'm not exaggerating, like 10 different items. Awesome. They're, awesome. And they're all super tasty. I need to order some of those. Mm-hmm, they're good. And you really don't need a lot of these daily, so just a little goes a long way. Maybe one or two tablespoons every single day is really all you need to have a really good, strong fermented food. Um, And then to feed these probiotic foods, it is also important to add in some prebiotic foods in the diet on a daily basis as well. So prebiotics are non-digestible foods that help promote growth of these beneficial microorganisms in the intestines. And some of the best foods for this are onions and garlic, leeks, asparagus, apples, and Jerusalem artichoke. Yeah, and so another one that is technically not a prebiotic, although it does feed bacteria in the colon, um, as opposed to the small intestine, is resistant starch. So this can be found in potatoes and rice that have been cooked and then cooled. can also be found in unripe bananas and plantains. So when resistant resistant starch reaches the colon, it's used for fuel by the bacteria there. Um, So this process is called fermentation. So it produces a certain type of fat called short-chain fatty acids. Um, And these fatty acids, which produce most of the calories from the resistant starch and also many of the benefits. So short-chain fatty acids are also produced by soluble fiber and oligosaccharides. And this is why, like on some food labels, 
some fiber is shown as having calories associated with it, but these calories don't raise your blood glucose levels. So one type of short-chain fatty acid is butyrate, and this is really protective of colon cells. It's associated with um, less genetic damage, so genetic damage can lead to cancer. Uh, resistant starch is also associated with a higher rate of mineral absorption, particularly calcium and magnesium, which are, um, you know, magnesium is something that's super common for people to be low in. It's also associated with lower cholesterol and triglyceride levels in people that consume um, resistant starch. And resistant starch seems to improve insulin sensitivity. This is uh, sort of called the second meal effect. Fermentable fiber and resistant starch are associated with an improved glucose tolerance the day after you eat them, which is interesting. There's evidence that this is caused um, because those short-chain fatty acids are present and by a peptide that's produced in that fermentation process. So resistant starch, good stuff, I know. It is good stuff. That's super interesting. So healthy fats is another food that is important to add in on the diet to a daily basis. Um, These can be very healing to the gut lining. So some really, really good ones are wild fish and avocado, um, which are really one of the best foods you can eat, in my opinion. So there are so many health benefits with avocados, but uh, they Lots of fiber, too, in avocados. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And it's super just healing to the gut lining. And coconut oil, olive oil, and ghee, which is a clarified butter that has a high smoke point, so it's great for cooking. And uh, grass-fed butter as well. These are all extremely anti-inflammatory. So find the ones that you like and make sure you're incorporating them into your diet every day. Yeah, and I think it might be important to point out just for people that don't know, ghee being clarified means that it's safe to eat for people who don't tolerate dairy. So there's no lactose and no casein in it. So um, those have been removed. Yeah. Um, It's not delicious to spread on your toast. It does not taste like butter, (laughs) but it's great for cooking. (laughs) Yeah. So bone broth is something that uh, is pretty popular right now. I feel like you see a lot of like bone broth protein powders and bone broth this and bone broth that. Um, A lot of people like Epic has started making jarred bone broth that you can buy at the store. This is something that's been recommended to people with leaky gut for years. And it's because the collagen in the bone broth um, reduces intestinal inflammation and helps to encourage gut healing. So um, these brands that you can buy on the shelf of the store are super easy if you don't have time, or you can make your own, um, which is pretty easy to do. I make bone broth with chicken carcass. Like, that sounds delicious. Every time, (laughs) maybe I'm going to put that a different way, but um, every time we cook a whole chicken, I use the bones to make broth with. You always definitely want to make sure anything that you're using to make bone broth with is an organic pastured animal because if they have eaten pesticide-laden food, then those pesticides are going to reside in their bones and bone marrow, and then that's what you're using to make your broth with. So it would basically, if you used a conventionally raised animal, your bone broth would basically be pesticide broth, and that's not something we want. So, um, 
You can also purchase collagen on its own, like a powdered collagen, and add to things like smoothies or your coffee. And you can add in things like healthy fats or ghee, coconut oil in there too. It makes your coffee super healthy and gut-friendly also. Yeah. So there are some super simple add-ins to your diet that you can easily get started today to start improving your digestive health. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us over on Instagram at wellness speaks podcast. Also, we would love for you to share with your friends and rate and review us.